Hey everyone, and welcome to a special edition of the More and Stronger podcast. Uh, I'm Jacob, and today we're bringing you just a um, a standalone one-off episode in light of the uh, big decision that we announced this week about moving down to the to Balmain High School for church. Um, we'll talk about that very soon. But I'm actually joined here today with Jeremy and Anna. Welcome, guys. Hello. Hey. Um, look, how are you guys going? How's your week been? Pretty good. Yeah, we've um, in the Dunn household. There's a bit going on. We over the holidays we took up a bit of fishing. Well, I say took up, but Mel's a pretty seasoned fisher person. <laughs> yeah, very <laughs> good. I think that's how you say it. And um, the kids all caught their first fish. They were pretty chuffed with that. Recently, we've had a few wins when it comes to soccer, so it's nice to be on the other end of it of a of a big score as well. That's a bit of a game changer since um, last season. It's literally a game changer. <laughs> Going from losing every single game to where a nil-all draw was the closest we got to win to now we really we really sent a few teams home packing. What's your secret? Uh, we went down a division. Well done. That's the, <laughs> <laughs> that's the key. What an achievement. So we had that. Then um, what else is happening? Ashes away on camp. Three days away. Yep. Finally, out of the house. Yep. You know, enough mooching. He's now actually off doing his own thing. Love and life. So that's great. And then I also, also started a little document recording. Um, Harper just at school has just been, she's, she's got a lot of energy. She's chuffed at home and she'll just sing songs. And so I've started recording them down just so that I can remember. So I can share them at a 21st or something like that. And I've actually like just started. I got a document recording all her different little. H- how do you poems. Re- record it? I'll just, just when you I'll see it. Oh yeah. yes. Just before I forget it. Yeah. So any highlights from that? Yeah. So I'm calling it the Harper Ann Poetry Slam, and her latest contribution of beautiful nonsense is one that goes like this. It was a song. I'm not going to sing it for you, but he goes, "A couple of men crushed all their teeth and never came back to town. A couple of men crushed all their beds." And never came back to town. And I think there's something in that for all of us. Yeah, well, well that's Very something profound. you can turn over in the mind a few times. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's brilliant. so that's our house. Yeah. What yeah. about for you, Anna? What's going on? Uh, not too much uh, in the Ashfield house. We, oh, well, Sam's the new housemate in the Ashfield house, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, okay. so shout out to Sam Ibrahim. Shout out Sam Ibrahim. So it's me, Esther, and Sam. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We've oh, Sam's gotten into um, the chosen this week, um, based yeah. from my. What's the chosen for those who don't? Well, don't say it like that, Jacob, because <laughs> you know what it is, and you're annoyed <laughs> about how much <laughs> Anna's been trying to get you to watch it. <laughs> well, Just to so fill everyone in at home, Jacob has imposed a penalty that every time Anna mentions the chosen, he'll add three days on to. Yes, I think we're currently start date sometime in 2025. <laughs> such a ratty response, but I also understand that because. Because like probably a year ago, like three different people told me again and again to watch The Chosen. And it is, you know, I was just like, rack off, like mm. get out of here. I don't know why there's something in you when someone suggests something, you're kind of like... Yeah, if someone tells you to do something, you're I don't have to do, to do it. it. <laughs> you're a bell. But then now I hear myself, like I know I'm doing this and I'm on the other side and I'm trying <laughs> to make myself stop. But it, I watched it a few weeks ago and it's just like a, um, it's a, a Christian TV show, but it's actually genuinely uh, quality and good just about um, Jesus and yeah, his like followers. Um, 
and it was really beautiful and profound. So I stand by my recommendation. A few other people have recommended it to me since. Yeah. Like it's made it, I'm sure you might be the source of that anyway, but like it came around through a few other people back to me. So I'll get there soon. Yeah, great. Yeah. Yeah, nice one. Well, how yeah. about for you, Jacob? What have you been up to? Oh, we, I took, uh, so Sarah, my wife and, and River, our one-year-old went camping for the first time on Friday night. Great. Which uh, could have gone either way. And the way Which that way it did, did it go? Yeah, the way that it did go was not a lot of sleep. I think the lesson to be learned is that the Anzac Day weekend is a very busy weekend for camping. So the site we went to had people up till the early hours of the morning playing doof doof music. So it was kind of like camping in a dance party. Um, How did River go with he, that? He, look, he loved it. Well, he slept, he, slept better, he slept the best out of all of us, I think. Because he's young and he enjoyed it. Uh, he even enjoyed it the most, I'd say. So, look, it wasn't a complete failure. But Sarah never actually gone away for a couple of nights. So, I'm on catch-up mode, sleeping the best I've slept in over a year. Nice. Yeah, you'd be feeling pretty powerful At the right moment. Now. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Having McDonald's every meal, uh, can't complain. <laughs> but, um, look, we're not, we're not just here to banter. We, um, I think as most people listening would know, we've made the decision to head down to... Um, to Bowmain High, which is a pretty big decision in the life of our church. But just to kind of get us kind of up to date, um, it's already been a year of, you know, some pretty big changes here at City Light. Jez, you're four months into the senior pastor job. Maybe just give us a bit of an update as to how you've you've kind of found that transition and how you've found the start of the year so far. Yeah, it's been good. This The start of this year has been very different to last year. And everything, even we had a Zoom meeting the other night with MC leaders and everyone, a lot of people hadn't been on Zoom for a while. Like, oh my gosh, it was around this time last mm. year that we realized, well, one, that it was Zoom and not Skype. That was the thing now. But also, I think just the temperature and everything, it's a reminder of like where we were last year um, as we were just entering like the, you know, the hardest part of lockdown. But um, this year, yeah, this year has been a, it's a good start. January was really fun doing one John and then all in together. Then... Um, the commissioning was, yeah, it was a real honour to be able to do. So that was a bit of a surprise blessing kind of coming up in the calendar as well. And I think um, Mel and I both find, found that really just uh, a really special moment to share with the church. Um, the vision series into the weekend away. The weekend away was amazing. It was such a good time away together, um, which was great. And then um, into the three weeks in the high school and then Easter Sunday was pretty special. Um, partly because we had friends there, but also just the whole church there together um, and able to share Easter, looking at the, the message of what we've been about from the, the beginning, about Jesus' death and resurrection and the new life that we have in the gospel. So that's all been, um, it's been a great start to the year and it's also been just a, a grace of God that restrictions continue to ease. I think that just makes life, church life obviously, just that bit easier, but also I think you can feel the lifting just pressure from people just uh, across the church community and, and around us as well. So I think that's been a, a huge blessing. Yeah, it's definitely been a... Um, no, I think most people would agree it's been a great start to the year um, mm. as, as we keep moving forward. Now, this decision that we've just made now about going to the high school, that's obviously not something that we've just kind of uh, come to very quickly this year. It's actually been something that's been a bit of a process. Do you want to just take us back to when, I guess, thinking about moving the church down to the high school really began? The, well, the first time was 2014. So um, Gav and I, and I think it was your dad at the time, were actually investigating, and maybe John Gowdy, were investigating um, whether the school would be available. We had a meeting with the principal at the time, 
and it just wasn't available at the, at the time. This was when we were church was full and we needed to go to we needed to do something. And so we were looking for other options for where we could meet in Balmain and pretty much all of them were closed at the time. And um, and so the decision was made to move to two services and we did that at the end of 2014 through to kind of the beginning of 2015. Then the second time it came up was as Build was on the horizon in 2018, we kind of tabled it again. We decided it wasn't the right time, so it was shelved. And then last year, when we had the consultancy process with Reach Australia, so they came in in early November. And as they just did an assessment, a walkthrough of the church, they came and visited church, their recommendation was you're going to need to do something about your building um, in the near future. So we started talking about as a staff team, as we put the vision together, as we felt called to be a growing, healthy, multi-generational church, having a Sydney-wide impact, brought that to the leaders. It just started to... um, Come clearer and clearer that um, we're going to need to do something. Why? Why were they saying that we'd have to do something? The main things was just really the space that um, they're just saying. Even if you, even if all goes well and your services continue to, you know, in God's grace, grow, the amount of services you'd have to put on um, for a small number of overall people would be is a big strain on serving teams, and then also the obvious needs with with kids. Um, even with the amount that we have at the moment, there just isn't isn't the space. And so I was saying there's just numerous pressures, as well as the fact that this building is going to need some, just to stay up, is going to need some major overhaul in the near future as well. So even staying here is not going to be somehow cost-free, um, even just to maintain it. So for all of those reasons combined, I was saying it's a it's a pretty, pretty obvious issue that's going to need to be addressed. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so, yeah, we've been kind of making this decision for a little while and um, obviously we went down and did a three-week trial. We've done some surveys on the back of that and had quite a few conversations with the leaders, um, small group leaders, elders, that kind of thing. Um, Yeah, Anna, you've been through this kind of decision-making process since that Reach Australia consultation. Mm. Um, Yeah, how have you found being part of that decision-making process and the kind of journey Mm. you've been on together? Yeah, it's been quite interesting and enlightening I think being on this side of the decision making process because I've only been on staff I think since November um so yeah it's been really interesting but encouraging as well and I felt like it's been quite a privilege to be a part of it um but I think what I really noticed on this side of it was just how much we all felt the weight of the decision and like I personally really felt the weight of yeah the difficulties and I think what that would mean um for for the whole church congregation um and it's i think really easy to kind of see how you can very easily go into kind of a bit of like get stuck in fear or or uh, kind of be quite fearful about even making a decision if you kind of only sit in the weight of it all um so then i was really encouraged i think throughout the whole process we've just all been encouraging each other to be really seeking god in it and putting him first so yeah, I think like that idea of like unless the Lord builds the house in vain, it's builders strive. And I think throughout the whole last few months, we keep coming back to Proverbs 3 of like trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Um, so, yeah, it, that's been a real encouragement for me and really cool to see. Um, even if like a couple of weeks ago we had the 
one day where all the elders, staff and partners fasted and prayed. Um, and some people in the church did that as well. And it was really cool to see um, when we kind of came back together that the one thing that was really placed on our hearts was like a real trust in God and that he is really trustworthy. Um, and I think through that time I was like praying that God would be opening doors and closing doors and be making it clear and so it was interesting that what I think God put on our hearts was like I am trustworthy and and keep following me and what does it look like for us to not be doing things just in our own strength or making these plans with our own ideas of like success or what's needed Um, so that was a real beautiful thing I think to be a part of and um, has been nice to kind of be a part of that process and see how God's been slowly um, putting that on all of our hearts like uniting us in that and um, yeah coming to a place where we have a conviction to kind of be moving forward but not stepping out in our own strength but just to be really resting in God yeah yeah it, it has been a, a really cool process to be a part of um, I found as well and just to yeah to have come to this place where it's we've I think time and time again just prayed that whether if God would, you know, open doors or close doors to help us through this process. And as we've kind of, as the weeks have gone on, it just seems that more and more kind of doors are opening towards the school. Even after the survey, some of the biggest questions were about accessibility. And we've now heard that we are to use the lift, we'll be able to get a second car park down on the same level as the hall. Um, one of the big questions we had a few weeks ago was whether we'd be able to keep, keep the building up on Darling Street. Um, and we've had confirmation that we can actually keep that to use it for other ministry purposes to even actually uh, get a bit of rent in from it to help kind of cover some of the costs. And so it has been just pretty, I think, just confirming uh, that God is kind of making a way here for us to go down. Um, And, yeah, just to be really thankful for that. So I guess now that we're, you know, we're only about four weeks away from actually making the change and having our first Sunday down there, how are you guys just feeling about it at the moment going forward? The moment... I mean, in the lead up to making the decision was probably when I felt the most hesitation because you're just considering all of the potential problems and trying to make a wise decision and really seeking God in that. I think since making it, and now I guess my mind has shifted to all the ways, I just I could see this being such a healthy step forward to be a biblical church, the way that this could really help us to just share load when it comes to serving, that we might be in Ephesians 4 church that are able to build one another up in love toward maturity in Christ for how this will strengthen our opportunities to make stronger disciples, particularly with small groups, but also sharing the load in serving. And that's always a strengthening thing. But also just the missional opportunities, the chance we have to engage with a whole new community in that high school and to see all of those things as as a massive opportunity to serve and love people who don't know Jesus yet and to, to make connections. So as all of that starts to roll through, that's probably got me excited for all the ways that we can be just reaching the community and sharing with people. It's, it's been on my heart lately as well, particularly just how much people need Jesus, how much people are hurting, are lost, are struggling to make meaning of life. And in Jesus, we have the answer. And I just just want to get it out there. So I'm looking mm. forward to all the ways that this can pave the way over the, over the next part of the year to do that well with the afternoons as well as a great space to be able to run introducing Jesus. So something we can invite people along to where they can hear and engage with the message of the gospel. Anyway, so all of those things I'm feeling um, pretty excited about. Yeah, nice one. Mm. How about you, Anna? Yeah, and I think similar, like I probably was really, as I said, feeling like the weight of it as we're making the decision. So it's nice to kind of 
be at the decision and then kind of start to feel excited about that. So I think, yeah, that's really exciting and cool just to hear that. I think it's exciting to think about how we're going to be pushed to have that shift of continually looking outwards and not just so much inwards and internally and how we're going to kind of be comfortable and just like on the back of like really feeling convicted to be trusting in God I think I'm excited to see how God is going to um, teach us and grow us and sanctify us as a church like I think God like profoundly teaches us as his children when we are kind of pushed out of our comfort zone and pushed to be relying on him and trusting in him. And so I I think I'm excited to see how he'll continue to teach us in that. And um, through that, I think, yeah, there's going to be just a real reliance on him. And then just that shift, like you were saying, Jez, in that mentality of like, we have this good news and that's so exciting and that's what we're called to do and that's the heart of everything we want to do. So I think I'm just excited to see God work and, and to see many come to know him. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nice one. Um, and yeah, if there was like any just kind of, I guess, one one or two kind of fruits you'd just be really hoping we'd start to see, let's look forward to say six months from now. Um, what would you guys be hoping to see? I mean, I think one of the big ones, It's I don't know how tangible it is, but I I look forward to almost as as like we start to think through this change i feel like we're heading back into planting mode and when we when we first started city light it was just a mentality of like we're just going to get it done like we were living over the chicken shop you guys Anna, we're in out so we had rough. running two we had two like missional communities at the time a week and, and like zeb was was harper not even born yet or yeah like she wasn't born yet zeb had just like been heavily born pregnant yeah like, oh yeah. Gosh. yeah. <laughs> but everyone was in that mindset of like all right whatever it takes like we're just gonna get it done we'd, we'd as a church we walked up to people in gladstone park and just started gospel conversations and like um coming into the hall we're just like all right we'll just let's paint it and get it done and we had these weird like even in the winter that we came into we had these weird old heaters that looked like an absolute liability when it comes to occupational health and safety but it was just like whatever we're just gonna we're gonna get it done so i guess one thing i look forward to is kind of seeing the church enter planting mode again i think it's a healthy space to be um because it leads us to a deep trust in jesus so that's one thing the other thing really just i guess maybe more tangible is just seeing a lot of unbelievers coming on to sunday gatherings courses just seeing the church actually take the gospel out there one-to-one as well and um and over the next season really um engaging as many people as we possibly plausibly can with the gospel that's exciting yeah that really is anna um i think i am looking forward to seeing growth i think even just within our vision of being a growing, healthy, multi-generational church that reaches um, Sydney, I I really feel like in the next six months, we'll see kind of even just like small steps of growth in each one of those areas, like um, a real opportunity, like Jess was saying, to be growing. I think a real opportunity to be healthy, like I have um, such a heart to see everyone to be joyfully serving and in a place where they have capacity um, and don't feel overstretched and of course like multi-gen like to see um, like being in the church like opportunities for like youth to come in and like 
you know, I think lots of people have had a heart for youth group before in the past, um, that we would kind of be one family um, that hopefully, you know, some older generations and like wisdom comes into the church as well. Um, so I really am excited, I reckon, to see, yeah, like just small steps in each one of those um, parts of our vision that I think we like really prayerfully thought over and um, made. Um, and I think... Yeah, I really feel like even within the first six months, we'll probably see steps towards that, which is exciting. What are you, what are you excited for? Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for a few things. I think um, I'm just excited that we're moving into a, into a, I think a new season. Um, we've had seasons that have been uh, really up and some that have just felt a bit lower. And I think with COVID, with everything that's from the last year, um, I'm just excited to kind of have a very clear new beginning um, as well as obviously bringing in uh, just so much that's been great but I think over the last year there's been a few groups of people that have just uh, really um, really worked hard for the good of the church mm-hmm. and one of those groups is the band leaders and musicians who have had to shift mm. from doing you know in some ways uh, hopefully a, a, a thing with a bit of reward building and just being able to enjoy singing with people over COVID just being on Zoom, being broadcast across Facebook um, every every oh every week has been a real challenge. And so, as we move down to the school, I'm hoping in six months we're going to be our music ministry is hopefully going to be in one of the strongest places it's ever been. Uh, I've spoken to the band leaders already, and they're just so excited for the change that this brings. So, looking forward to that. Just being able to be done in a way that's just good and healthy. And another another group of people I'm really mindful of is our uh, city like community leaders, mm. who again have really carried us through as a church through a difficult year. And my hope is that what we do on a Sunday is actually it's not everything we do as a church. It's not everything we are as a church. Our communities during the week is where a lot of the life of our church happens. And I think by doing this move, we're actually going to be able to better uh, equip and resource and encourage those leaders as well as being a bit freer in how we arrange those groups, how we multiply those groups, um, because by being able to kind of, not just having everyone divided into 11 o'clock and 4 o'clock, we're just going to be freed up to um, maybe be a bit more creative about how we group, put groups according to geography, or just to be a bit more flexible with where we, how we train up our leaders and, and share that load around. So, so my hope is that we'll look back in six months and just see that... Um, that those who are serving at City Light uh, are doing so in a way which is actually really life-giving and supported and resourced. And we can actually start saying, well, I think the fruits of that are just going to really filter down into hopefully having a whole church that feels cared for um, and served well. Where, And also there's just going to be a few extra new serving roles as well where maybe some people who, who aren't serving in the life of church might have an opportunity to do that, which I think, um, yeah, which will be a really, really good thing. Mm. Um, so, look, guys, thanks for coming on and, and chatting. Uh, obviously, Jez, you're visiting groups this week. Maybe maybe if you're listening to this, Jez has already visited your group and he's told you to have a listen. Um, but as always, all three of us, I think, would be really happy to talk with anyone about yeah. any of this yeah, stuff, definitely. any of the kind of, yeah, fears, worries, concerns that people still might have. We'll obviously, yeah, there's still things to be worked through and worked out, which will be happening over the next few weeks. But really encouraging time ahead, I think, and hope. That's great. So thanks for joining us, everyone. Um, See you all on Sunday. Have a good week. Thanks, Jacob.